0: Hello out there in Nerd Basement land, it's Alex and Kyle back. We've got a single solo episode for you this week uh, because of the nature of the show. Uh, Hey, I'm Kyle. How you doing? Uh, This is Alex. Yeah, welcome to the Nerd Basement, folks. And uh, you might have noticed, uh, we've
1: been talking about Book of Boba Fett. Why did the Mando theme just
0: play? <laughs> yeah, if you've if you've watched uh, episode five of The Return of the Mandalorian, uh, whatever we call it, episode five of the Book of Boba Fett, or you know, episode two point five of the Mandalorian, or, or season three, episode one, either which way, fabulous Star Wars TV. We're here to talk about it, Alex. How you doing, man? I'm good. So, before we start on our, our recap of this one, what did, I mean, just general thoughts of the episode. What do you think of them carving out a little chunk of the Boba Fett here in order to kind of get Mando's backstory?
1: You know how I feel. I, I, did, I don't like it right. very much. Uh, I feel like you have stated this as well, that they are ha, do not have enough ideas for this series to keep it going. And I'm just a little worried that this series... This series started out really good, and it started waning, and I, I just, I feel like it's gonna start going out on a well, not so.
0: I, I, I consider man. it like this: as opposed to getting seven episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, uh, I think we get we're gonna get six episodes of the Book of Boba Fett plus one bonus episode of the Mando, which I'm okay with. Um, it is a bit of a kind of a, a shift, uh, you know, to kind of move away from our main characters that we've been kind of enjoying. Uh, you know, but we kind of put that on pause here and, and we follow kind of what's been going on with Mando since the end of season two. So obviously, if, if you had not watched uh, The Mandalorian, you're probably wondering what the heck is going on. Uh, so hopefully we can help you that like that a little bit and uh, see how it all fits into the Star Wars, the Filoni-verse at large, if you will. But, uh, you know, I I enjoyed the heck out of the episode itself in a nutshell, right? I mean, do you think it was a good episode? I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. I just displacement.
1: Just like, yeah. Its placement is weird. You go to look for Mando stuff and you go in the Boba Fett category.
0: Yeah, know. yeah, right. And yeah. so yeah, we we have to represent the music there. Yeah, so that being said, I, I thought it was a fantastic episode whether it fits perfectly in the season or is a bit clunky, you know, the the flow of Boba Fett has been kind of interesting as we've gone on. But let's let's discuss this episode and where it fits in uh of the season at large and and where we think Mando's going where we think Boba's going. Um, so let's, let's, let's run through that quickly and then we can talk a little more about where we think we're going from here. How about yeah. that? Okay. So um, summary of the episode. Yeah. So episode summary, we, we, we start out and you know, we, we open, we're kind of in this butcher shop with obviously with the Clatoonian guys and we get the silhouette right from the beginning through kind of like that, like plastic curtain and right away, like you like know, KS it's Mando. Curtains. Yeah. It's right, Cause I mean, it's his, it's his profile. You see the spear sticking out of the side. And, and, and you know, boom, we're in. Um, he's back to his bounty hunting ways. You know, he's, he's dropped off Grogu with Luke to the Jedi Academy. And he comes in, seeks a bounty, and things go awry pretty much right away as he kind of discusses with the guy. He gives him the classic, I could bring you in hot or I could bring you in cold line. And a battle ensues because obviously this guy doesn't want to be taken in. But you can see pretty much from the get-go... Although he's wrecking shop, he is struggling with the dark saber, and I, I watched it a second time. He is struggling. He cuts himself in the leg with the dark saber. Oh, that's saber. obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's it's 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 almost a hindrance to him. Of course, then he uses the dark saber to bisect a few dudes, including his bounty. Chop of the head off,
1: which uh, means that it's cold.
0: Yeah, and obviously, he's bringing this guy in cold. Um, and just the kind of the, the ferocity here at Bay at Mando, uh, you know, it, it bringing in these bounties, maybe some folks think we've been missing that in Boba Fett a little bit, but but yeah, he's clearly got his own situation going, and then he he walks out and basically kind of makes with the guys and hey, "I got no quarrel with you." Not walks, limps. Yeah, limps. He's injured. You know, I, I he's uh, injured from yeah.
1: his dark saber,
0: dark saber wound. uh, wounding, and 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 one of the dog guys gnawed, gnawed off half his hand. I don't know if we were, or at least took a, a chunk out of one of his hands. Um, he allows, basically the guys kind of allow him to walk out, limp out with the, the bounty head and, um, you know, takes the credits yeah, inside. And
1: I do have to say, uh, Mando working for these guys kind of reminds me of a quote that Boba Fett says a lot throughout the series. And he's like, don't work for scug
0: holes. Work for holes, Yeah. These yeah. the skuggles. Yeah. Skuggles. And we also have to discuss briefly just how cool, it, I thought originally it might've been the ring of Gafrini or Kafrine, but it's not, you know, this kind of super cool ring, world that looks like it has like it almost looked like mass effect the citadel on mass effect is what i thought it looked like it, it basically like reflects light off the sun and and day turns to night on the super cool kind of ring above a planet which as far as i know i don't I had never seen in star wars before and i thought it was just a really cool world yeah. dynamic um you know this place where he's at. never named i don't know i don't it think is. it was yeah i don't think it has been named but you know look kind of almost like a mix of uh you know, Coruscant with a hint of Narsha space, space Station. you know, it, it was just really cool. And, the, you know, the bottom part kind of had like almost a cloud city in space kind of situation where you could fall off the space station and, and, and see you later kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he brings the bounty uh, to uh, his contacts and basically he, he wants to get paid and he wants his information, you
1: know? Yeah, and so basically... <laughs> They're like, sit down, we'll give you both. And then they, he bargains it down because he just wants to leave. Yeah. He just bargains it down to the information. And we find that information is on finding the remaining Mandalorians.
0: Yeah, the covert.
1: That, that uh, helped him escape in season two.
0: Yeah, his original covert, the creed of the, uh, you know, the Watch, the children of the Watch. Season one, I think. Yeah. yeah, so this is his you know group cult. I don't know, the Mandalorian sect of, you know, very strict adherence to the Mandalorian codes that he started the season and with.
1: And then basically what happens is he finds the armor. The armor is yes, alive. Yes, the armor is back. She's alive. And I forget what this dude's name is, but he's like... Uh, the- Paz Vizsla. Okay, Paz yep. Vizsla. Mm-hmm. I was going to call him like Heavy Mandalorian. Cause he, yeah. He's got some more beefy armor on. Right, him. yeah. And basically... Uh, they, and now it's just those two, as yeah, far as I could tell. Yeah.
0: The covert is down to two because they helped Mando escape with grief carcass I mean, guys, and a lot of those guys apparently yeah. paid the price between them they, and the Imperials yeah, in Vader. They, uh, the
1: they heal him up, and uh, he starts getting training from the armor.
0: And you know, immediately the armor is you know questioning where he got the Beskar spear because yeah.
1: you
0: know. Anything that can affect the Mandalorian armor is an insult to you know the Mandalorian. Just a danger, yeah, because you know the Beskar is so valuable. It's you know she basically sees it as hey, you should only have something that is 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 protecting you. You know, constructed out of Beskar will push the whistling birds aside for a moment. She doesn't want him walking around with the spear. And for, kind of immediately, especially for me when I was watching, he's struggling so much with the darksaber. I'm like, "Whoa! do you want to get rid of the spear? Yeah. Um, but she, uh, once they kind of set well, up the... Well, arm- we'll
1: see at the end of the episode right. why, like why right. it all happens. I'm sure the writers wouldn't have done that if this episode didn't end. The no, way right,
0: that. yeah. So, you know, she but. she takes the, the spear and he asks to be crafted into armor and he wants it for a foundling. Which you know, he you know is Grogu. So so we uh, she kind of reluctantly, even though he's with the Jedi, crafts him what looks like little ringlets. Of, not
1: not reluctantly, hesitantly.
0: Hesitantly, yeah. She crafts uh, you know uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda. You know, potentially, maybe like a little coat of arms, yeah. like a little coat of like chainmail coat, yeah. like a it reminded me of like little Baby Yoda Mithra. We
1: don't really know what it is. We don't really I know didn't what to show it.
0: And she tied it up in a perfectly little like Baby Yoda like to go baggy. Yeah. You know, which I thought was very small considering the size of the spear, right? I mean, we we melt down this humongous spear, then we tie up this tiny little fortune cookie package of of armor. Um, And and it's to me, she tries to, you know, basically we get the lore of the Darksaber here, where she discusses kind of like what we talked about last season. It's a little bit like the Elder Wand in Harry Potter, where it's like it can only be won in combat. If you give it to someone without having some kind of combat or battle, the, you know, it won't give its allegiance to whoever possesses it. And in fact, it becomes a curse to the Mandalorian people, which is what happened when it was given by um, Sabine Wren in the Rebels cartoon to Bo-Katan Kryze. She She earned the Darksaber. Sabine Wren, a, a Mandalorian who will be in the um, Ahsoka series, she gifted it to Bo-Katan, and bo used it. And we saw, you know, they they show what happened in the, what, Night of a Thousand Tears to Mandalore under her rule with the you know not Dark not kid. properly earned darksaber. Yeah. So that was what and that so, whole back scene. Mando really definitely cool. did win it. Uh, yeah, in Mando won the combat. Won in the combat.
1: So it's his. It's not a bad omen, but basically what happened But he's is, struggling
0: with yeah, it. It's like almost like the blade has its own mind.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, like yeah. Yeah. So he uh he gets training with it and he yeah, he's literally it it's so heavy for him. Like it's weighing itself down. It's refusing to basically I, let him... Use when it.
0: I was watching it, Alex, you, you, what do, you th- do you think it's because he no longer belongs with the covert anymore? Or what he's doing is wrong, I think, taking these bounties? No, I think up?
1: it's because his morals are conflicting. and
0: it's He wants to be with Grogu. The, yeah, and, and, then, no, and the
1: the Blade is... He's doing what he thinks is wrong, I think. Right. I agree. And the Blade is fighting against him to show him that he needs to be on his path. You're not a bounty hunter anymore. Yeah. Right. Uh, s- or
0: a Mandalorian. Or, uh, well, in her definition of a Mandalorian, yeah, the armor's definition head. of a Mandalorian. So yeah, we, so, yeah. we, we go on there. As basically Paz Vizsla says, hey, that blade, which we learned about, was created by my ancestor, also a Vizsla, who was like a thousand years ago, was like a Jedi and a Mandalorian. I'm going to battle you for the blade back. So they take off the jetpacks, and they're on the bottom of this catwalk so they can go off into space. Um, have a battle, uh, and, and both guys are struggling with it. Mando can at least swing it. Uh, Paz Vizel's able to kind of disarm him, take the blade. Paz Vizel can't even hardly lift it. Um, so, you know, definitely kind of a sword in the stone. You know, maybe the, this guy's not worthy. And well, then no, Mando's able to stop Mando him. Mando is
1: also struggling. Well, day.
0: he's struggling, but Paz can't even hardly lift. It. Like, he has Mando beat, and he's going to reach for the blade to pretty much, you know, chop it. Down. He can barely even, you know, they're both struggling yeah. with it, yeah. in other words. But, yeah, in the end, Mando beats him, takes the blade. And I think, again, here we go with the armor. I think, knowing a little more about the situation that she lets on. She asks the questions. Um, you know, have you remo- you know have you removed your helmet? Um, Paz
1: Vizsla, Amanda.
0: Yeah, and Paz, of course, absolutely not. Has anybody removed it for you? No, no, no. Mando, no answer. And she's you know by creed you have to answer. And he has removed his helmet, and we know that from the Mando a couple of times. Once to scan the face in the Imperial place to to get out of trouble, and of course once when he's saying goodbye to his little adopted little baby son Grogu. And
1: for uh, <laughs> Ige and
0: for i g eleven right in season one, yeah. so you know, but so he's taken it off many times and and he's had conversations even with what was the guy's name um May- Mayfeld, you know, about like this whole creed about taking off the helmet, you know um so he's been struggling with that. He says no, and she says, well, then you're no longer a Mandalorian per her creed and then he basically takes the dark saber. And
1: his Baby Yoda armor and just all of his bearings and pieces out. Right. He's no and, longer Well,
0: and Well, and she gives him a mission. He's like, how can I redeem myself? She says you have to go to the caves on Mandalore uh, for, for to, to to achieve forgiveness or something of that nature in order to be purified or, or, or return to a full Mandalorian. So that gives us a pretty good idea when he's done helping Boba. Yeah. What's his idea? And, of course, her idea of a Mandalorian versus Bo-Katan's idea of a Mandalorian, that's going to be a huge thing. In uh, Mando season three.
1: Now I think that we can speed the summary up a bit. Because yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, he he. From... No, no.
1: But this 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 is like the main stuff that we need that we've been. Right, discussing.
0: this is the main lore stuff. You know, I, I thought it was really fun. We know that the Razor Crest got blown up at the end of season two, so he has to take like public transpo. Yeah. Uh, and he has to check all his weapons at the at like the public, uh, you know, transportation area, and he's like putting it in. And he gets a little claim ticket. And he, fly, and, he, and, he, and he gets the uh, transport to Tatooine. And it was kind of cool because, obviously, you know, he sees a little green Rodian pop up over the seat. Kind of reminds him of Baby Yoda. He's looking at the little package. So, obviously, Grogu is on his yeah, mind.
1: Yeah, and he's heading to Tatooine. And basically, the reason why he's heading to Tatooine is because he got a... Message from Peli. Pelimoto, yeah, Mod- our old our old classic
0: Pelimoto Peli from Tatooine. Uh,
1: that she had a razor cl- crest replacement right. for it. And we learned that it is
0: uh an N N1... one N one Nabooian Starfighter. Yeah, starfighter. Originally seen for for yeah. all you episode one uh you know, stands, man, it's the Naboo Royal Fighter. Yeah, you what you love, yeah. Uh, that really cool kind of hot rodish slash pod racer starfighter that Anakin hops it's in. It's the thing that he says.
1: Now this is pod racing. Yeah. It? Now
0: this is pod racing, and you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So. And
1: so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. They basically spend a whole sequence modding it out because it's it's like it's yeah. basically like Anakin's pod racer at the start. It's all beat up. It, right. it doesn't have the required parts, so they start trading with the Jawas and they start getting modded parts. Right. And then basically it's completed. And now, it this ship also reflects how Mando's changing his kind of style. He can't carry any bounties anymore. Right,
0: exactly. So this is not a bounty hunter ship, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 two little parts, two little cool things. A lot of cool things. Uh, there's the the BD droid that that BD one kind of droid that we can is is pulled in from the. Um, Jedi Fallen Order games was in there. Um, and then
1: there's a Baby Yoda pod in the ship.
0: Yeah, there's a Baby She She kind of cleared out the uh, astromech uh, c- containment pod, and it sure looks like a perfect little Baby Yoda seat behind Mando. Um, I did like, you know, they're like you say, they're dealing with the Jawas. And one of the... Um, they ask for whatever camshaft or whatever to and the Jawa's get it and it is literally like the exact same like thing that Han Solo used to prop up the garbage chute in the original Star Wars it's like that same like long pipe and then he sticks it in there um and and yeah it it really cooks but yeah he's not going to be bringing any bounties in this uh you know starfighter that that he's mm-hmm. he's obtained um from from this portion and it was just really fun to kind of revisit Uh, You know, they run the pod racing course that Anakin runs in episode one to test out the
1: fighter. We uh, go up into space. We see our little rhodium buddy on the next bus. And then he gets pulled over by the Republic. New Republic
0: space cops. X-Wings.
1: And (laughs) it's the same dude uh, from the episode. uh, Right. I think
0: his name's Carson Teva.
1: Carson Teva. Yeah. He is the uh, X-Wing guy that basically pulled Mando over uh, on the I forget what episode. It's episode called, two, but it's episode, uh, episode season, two, season two, episode yeah, season two. Yeah, well, they they
0: kind of run into each other there when they cla- crash on the ice planet. They kind of help him out there, and he also gives uh, Cara Dune the Marshal the Marshal's badge. Um, so he and he's kind of aware of what's going on, and I think he was always willing to let Mando go because he knows he's working kind of against the kind of the the Imperials. Uh, you know, he pretty much spots him right away as as kind of who who he was. Um but yeah, that was yeah. kind of a neat and scene then, to pull uh, them back in.
1: And then basically at the end, uh Pally said, uh
0: Yeah. a uh, friend of yours has, a come, of yours by has to, come by Yeah
1: and uh and it's, Fennec. it's Fennec Shand. Yeah. And uh she says, We sure could use your help, Mando and he says, Alright, I'll do it, no cost and then he goes with her.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, and and he well he does say I think I'm going to go visit an old friend, which I think we presume is probably going to be Grogu. So I would the interesting thing, and it was it was a really good episode. But yeah, the the interesting thing is to does Mando join Boba Fett's crew straight away in episode six, or do we have a a, a period in there where he goes off and finishes his Grogu business, and then he shows up in seven to 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 help, um, you know, finish up the job with the pikes. Um, that's kind of where we're left I don't have uh, any predictions because this it's, it's interesting, like this kind of bold choice of them flipping the script on us and giving the Mando-verse Like, I, w- where are we going to drop in next week? yeah, like all our predictions last week were co- completely out of whack because, um, you know they, to- they totally changed the perspective of the show mm-hmm. so I mean, do we ride with Mando for half of the show and then we drop into Boba Fett and Tatooine for the second part it's just the issues with bringing in the Mando at this point in the game is that there's so much cool story involved with Mando. We've got the Grogu thing. We've got things going on the lore of Mandalore. We've got the Dark We've got the covert their interpretation of a Mandalorian versus the interpretation of like Bo Katan's version of a Mandalorian. We've got so many cool story arcs that are like blossoming out that you want to follow. You know, the Boba Fett story is small. It's like Boba wants to retire and set him up in Jabba's palace and kind of chill out and and, and, and ha- be done with the bunny hunter thing, which is interesting. And it's given us some great episodes. You know, CO episode two, which was fantastic. But the scale is much smaller. So now it's like it's hard to bring in this other show that has all these cool threads that you want to follow. And now you're kind of like, OK, do I want to follow some of those threads or do I want to just get back to the Boba well, now, story? You know, it's now tricky. I
1: think that that was just kind of a means of... Catching up on Mando and advertising Mando season 2. Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, they could have easily made this episode, season 3, episode 1, whenever they were going to drop Mando. But Mm -hmm. I, for one, and number one, crazy props to the director of this episode, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's fantastic. She's directed now three excellent Mandalorian episodes. She uh, she directed episode season one episode four, which was the Sorgan episode with the like Krill and the and the Walker in the woods, and she directed the Bo-Katan episode in season two. I think was. Shoot, two or three or something when they landed on Trask, which was an you know you know Jedi you know sp- space boat and all that stuff mm-hmm. and 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 so she really has a feel for the universe. I hope they give her a movie or it, oh it was it was the third episode, third episode, the, yes, because episode two was the spider episode. Right, exactly. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. So the yeah, I mean her her, her dad was Rob Howard, who's a, he was an actor and just a, a renowned director, and I think she's going in the exact same. The exact same way because she really has a good feel like all the cool episode one callbacks in here that just kind of like warmed my like, you know, Star Wars movie appreciation heart you know, bringing in a lot of the cool stuff from Star Wars. It was just a really neat episode in some new environments. There was a really cool one shot as he brings the head from like, it was like the camera stayed with Mando all the way from where he got the bounty to where they delivered it to the people. And then he walks down the street. That was like one continuous shot, you know, and and those are always kind of fun, put you right in the action. Um, But yeah, I I thought it was great. I'm interested in where it goes. If if my guess is we're going to switch back to the Boba story now, and then Mando takes a break for an episode, yeah. and then we see him in seven. Um, I, now that he's going to do the job for free, I wonder if Fennec is going to use Boba's credits to hire a little more muscle. And I yeah. think that could be fun.
1: All right. <clears throat> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, really any, any, anything. anything else? Yeah. Any yeah. idea of uh, who do you think is coming next episode? We got another bounty hunter coming on the way or anything like that? No. I don't
1: really know anymore.
0: Yeah, I know. We'll we'll see where it goes. They they, kept us guessing. They
1: throw in Mando just randomly. Like you never know what's gonna happen.
0: Hey, man, they're keeping us guessing. That's for sure. I, 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 I enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought it was great. The only problem is, it may be the best episode of the season. It didn't have Boba Fett in it at all. But uh, all right, guys. We just wanted to get a quickie in uh, because we figure we'll do uh, episode six and episode seven uh, together as a as a block once we get those two and kind of figure out the the arc as a whole of of, of what went on with Boba Fett and and maybe discuss what we thought about the season as a whole. Um, with that, guys, nerd basement out. Uh, everybody, be safe out there. Uh, we hey, if you looking for a marvel movie we just watched the turtles which both yes. alex and i thought was quite
1: excellent. i thought it was a great movie
0: yeah check out *Eternals* if you're looking you know in between boba fett and, and uh, star wars action uh, you know it's on disney plus yeah, really it, fun it can definitely be watched in many chunks it's a very long movie. yeah it's almost a mini series in itself but yeah. uh, enjoyable all the way all right guys thanks a lot we will catch you next time probably in two weeks we'll be back with the finale of the book of boba fett
1: Stay safe, guys.
0: Bye.